is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for March the 14th. I hope you're having an excellent day. You like the lime shirt? It's so you can see me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, this is my favorite palm tree right there. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Hey, today we're going to be in Psalm 27. We're looking at verse 14. And you know what we're talking about? God's timing for your blessing. God's timing for your breakthrough. God's timing for favor in your life. Meaning this, a lot of you, you're waiting on something, okay? But in the meantime, you have to continue on living, okay? But there is a point in time that God has determined, okay, for something to happen Friends, in your life, Friends, I know life, a lot okay? of you are frustrated because there's something that you want to happen in this life, and it's like this. I want it now. And friends, don't we all want it now? But does that help? Let me ask you this, just between you and me in the man cave. Does that help you having a temper tantrum with the Lord? Lord, I want it now. I want it now. It doesn't work like that. Here's the thing. Psalm 27, 14 says this, wait on the Lord. But in the meantime, what does he say? He says this, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait on the Lord. So he's saying this, I need you to be strong while you're waiting for that event, that thing, that person to come along in your life. I need you to be strong, okay? I want not only you to be strong, but I need you to be courageous as you go forward. Remember this, God responds to faith. He doesn't respond to, oh man, it's the end of the world as I know it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us, we get weak, okay? God's saying, I don't want you to be weak. I want you to be strong. I want you to be courageous. I want you to trust me. God wants you to walk by faith, not by sight, okay? And oftentimes, we, we see things in our lives, okay? Circumstances, events, and we're like, I'm never going to get the breakthrough, or this is never going to happen, okay? I'm stuck in this dead-end job, okay? And my boss yells at me every day, or this relationship is just good grief, I, you know? Better things have happened to me, you know? Friends, don't be like Eeyore, okay? You know who Eeyore is on, you know, with Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore? Things are bad. Look at the sun's not even out. I could go out to eat, but I'd probably get salamella poisoning. <laughs> I can't even say salamella. Hey, hey friends, listen this. to Habakkuk 2.3. I like this verse. It says, for still the vision awaits is appointed time. Okay? Meaning the vision is this, something that God has spoken into your life. A dream, an encouraging word. Friends, watch this. God's never going to give you an encouraging word and not follow it up with the real deal, the real thing. Okay? With the actual event happening. Okay? It says this, for still the vision awaits. It's appointed time. There is a time when it's going to come to pass in your life. Okay? It hastens to the end. It will not lie okay I know it's taking a little bit of time but in the meantime what, what is God doing in your life that's the question what why is it hastening why is it taking its time to get to me I'm ready for it now I'm ready for Miss Wonderful the perfect 10 the brunette the gorgeous woman with the body like this I mean you know what I'm saying wow <laughs> that's what I want Lord I've been praying forever here's the thing he knows maybe he's doing a work in your life maybe she's ready have you ever considered this that you're not ready for whatever it is that he's promised you. that he's, Here's the thing. Perhaps this. God's spirit came upon you. Okay? And led you in a prayer. And you prayed this eloquent, this most wonderful prayer to God. God received that prayer. And then he gave you a spoken word. He's placed something in your heart. A vision. A dream. Okay? And you're waiting for that. But here's the thing. Now he has to prepare you for the dream. He has to prepare you for the thing that he's promised you. He started it, but you don't realize it. A lot of times these visions, these dreams, these things that we want so badly, he's the one that gave it to you in the first place. He's given you that passion, that drive. He's the one that's placed it within your heart. Then he allowed you to pray through his spirit, okay? Then he answered that prayer, but now he has to get 
you ready for the goal, for that thing. Whether it's a woman, a job, something in your life that you just always wanted. He's going to get you there. But what does he say? He says, be strong, be courageous. And he says this, I want you to wait. It will not lie. Meaning this, God's saying, I don't lie. In Malachi, he says, I don't change and I don't lie. So what the best thing you and I can do in the meantime while we're waiting is this. Do what we know to do. Meaning this, uh, man, I don't, you don't understand. I do understand. Matt, you don't understand. He understands. And here's the thing. It's up to him when you get this thing or this person or this job or this relationship. It's up to him, okay? And so, do you saying God doesn't understand? I know you're not saying on the man cave, God doesn't understand. Don't say that. Don't, don't. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. God does understand. But here's the thing. He's doing a work within you. And as you're waiting, friends, I've learned this. Because everybody's like always praying to God. God, what is your will for my life? Friends, his will for your life is to obey him, love him, and live. Enjoy this life. Until you get other instructions, love him with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Obey him in everything that you know. Not legalistically, okay? What you know. You know right from wrong. So live in the light that you've been shown, okay? And then watch this. Enjoy life. Praise Him. Friends, here's the thing. God has given you guys so many things, okay? And He wants you to praise Him for the life that you're living now. If you can't be grateful for what you have right now, you're not going to be grateful when He presents this thing to you, this person, this event, this situation, this new job. Friends, I'm mad at you. You got me on a sidetrack. Back to Habakkuk 2, 3. It says this. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens towards the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow... Wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Meaning this, that thing that you're waiting for will not be one day sooner or one day later than God's appointed time for it to be the perfect time in your life. Friends, what you're doing now is you're in a season, okay? Oftentimes, uh, God places us in seasons. I realize that sometimes we're fighting. Meaning this, we're fighting the seasons. Meaning this, God wants to accomplish something within a season, but you're fighting to get God out of the season. God has placed you in a season, and the season is so totally awesome. You're just clawing not wanting to leave because he wants to stretch you. He wants to move you and get you to a different place in your life, okay? But you love the season that you're in, meaning this, you love this relationship, this job, and God's saying, hey, I have something better for you. But you're like, you can't, you just can't believe it, okay? Because here's the thing, the trust and the faith isn't where it needs to be. And so you're like, oh no, Lord, this is good. And you're kind of like locked in. You're just, no, Lord, I'm not moving forward. Oh, I dare not move forward. I'm I'm happy with this relationship here that, you know, and I'm happy with this job. And even if it's, it's only eight to five and I'm only making minimum wage, I'm okay with it where God wants to make you the CEO of the company. Ooh-wah! What about that? And so, friends, don't fight him in the seasons, no matter what's going on, okay? Whether he's wanting you to move forward or whether he's wanting you to stay, whatever he's wanting you to do, follow through with his will for your life in that, okay? You'll find yourself that when you're with God, you're the happiest. When you're there in the place there he wants you. You are there, exactly. And there represents where you're supposed to be with God at any particular time in your life. When you are there, here's the thing. He provides for you greatly. He blesses you with his peace, with joy, with his favor. And here's the thing, because as he's doing this work in you, he's providing for you, okay? Ultimately, yes, I have a dream, and I know you do too, and I'd like to be here, here, and here, here, but I'm not ready for it. Friends, when I'm ready for it, guess what? I'll be experiencing it because God will give it to me. And you're like, well, how will I know when I'm ready? Because you will experience it. He's not going to hold back on any of his children. Watch this. God will not hold back on any of his children one day longer than he has to. But the best thing you can do is cooperate with God. If you see things within your own self, man, it helps a lot. If you could just chuck those things and say, Lord, help me to get rid of this, Lord. Obviously, you don't like this habit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and you're not doing that to get to heaven. You're already going to heaven because of Jesus Christ for the blood that 
that was shed on Calvary for you, okay? So you're not doing good works to get to heaven, but as a result of you being saved, the fruit of the Spirit is coming out of you. And so if you see all this beautiful fruit inside your life, all this beautiful things, the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the long-suffering and the patience, and then you see something in there that's like, uh uh-oh, there's a big fat rat in there nibbling on my fruit. What do you got to do? You got you to be the exterminator. You got to look inwardly. Like David said this, Lord, look in me and see if there is any unpleasing thing within me. And that's what you and I have to do. That helps us to get to the next season. And that's where we all want to be. Hey, in Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 6, it says this, For there is a time and a way for everything. Meaning there is a time for your plan, your purpose. Okay, there's a time for that blessing, that promotion, that person, that relationship. He has a plan. Don't give up. Be strong. Be courageous. The Apostle Paul says in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, he says this, and let us not grow weary of doing good. So friends, sometimes while we're waiting, it's really hard to continue doing the right things, isn't it? Okay? We, sometimes we just want to toss the towel in. We're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And we want to gratify this flesh, meaning this, we want to feed it poison, which is what? Sin. We're like, well, this brought me some type of comfort. Friends, if you're doing those things, you're never going to get all that God has for you over here, okay? And so Paul says this, let us not grow weary of doing good. And why would he even say that in the first place? Because it is hard doing the right thing. It is hard. Men, men, listen very carefully. It's hard being a man of integrity. Okay, with the world that we're living in, here's the thing. I'm not sugarcoating. I know the world that you're living in. I know the things that you see on TV, on the big screen, the people that you're around, the people that are at the office. Friends, I'm not under illusion. I'm not trying to be holier than thou, but I want you to know, here's the thing. You can pick up your cross daily. If you falter, if you sin, ask God to forgive you quickly. Keep a short list with God, okay? Don't grow weary of doing good. Always do the right thing. Always do the thing that God would have you to do. The thing that you know in your inner self, this is the right thing. Whether I feel like it or not, meaning this, draw a line in the sand and decide this. I'm going to serve Christ. With you. Paul doesn't leave us hanging. I mean, Paul is a cool cat. He says this, let us not grow weary of doing good. Well, that's great, Paul, but I don't feel like it. But he comes back over the top. Listen to what he says. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Friends, don't give up. A lot of people are giving up. They're just tossing the towel and they're saying, I'm just going to be who I am. I'm going to choose the decision. I'm going to live like the world because that kind of brings me some kind of comfort. Friends, it's short comfort. Sin is, it says sin is pleasurable for a season. As much as Satan throws sin in your face that this is going to make you feel better, it's the opposite effect. I mean, it will destroy you. Listen to me, men in the man cave, whether it's you with the eyes, okay, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the pride of life, no matter what it is, you, you wanting the almighty dollar, thinking that's going to make you happy. Friends, that's Friends, not going to make you happy. Don't be caught up in the trap. Listen very carefully of thinking that power or money or women are going to make you happy. No, those things aren't going to make you happy in and of themselves. Did you hear what I said? But when God does a work on the inside of you and you can rest and you can hear that still small voice and you can cultivate that relationship. Oh, friends, let me just tell you this. Once you get to that place where you're satisfied, where God is enough, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What does he say? He says all these other things will be added unto you. When you make God number one in your life and now you're satisfied with him and him alone, then these other things are added unto you. That relationship that you've been wanting. You're lonely. God knows that. You want physical contact, okay? You want enough money, not only just to pay the bills, to pay cash for a house and a car, okay? You want to be highly respected in a company, if not even own the company, okay? Friends, God understands all those things. He says there's a purpose and a plan for your life. He says there's a time for all those things, but no one really gets there because they either throw the talent or they give up on God. What am I telling you to do? Be strong. 
oh mighty man of valor. That's what God said to Gideon. Listen, Gideon is in a thrashing floor, okay? He's hiding. He's hiding from people, and so he's, he's down. He's like in a little shed, and he's throwing wheat. Now, if you know anything about wheat, you don't throw wheat in the shed. You throw it outside so the chaff can blow away, okay? But he's in a shed kind of just, just throwing it up a little bit, okay? And an angel shows up, and he says, oh mighty man of valor. Friends, that's who I'm talking Friends, to Friends, I'm today. talking to you, men in the man cave. It's the same thing. It's God speaking to Gideon through an angel. He's saying, oh, you mighty men of valor. Friends, in Hebrews, it talks about a crowd of witnesses. And you know what it's talking about? They're cheering us on as we're living for Jesus Christ, as we're making the right decisions, as we're picking up our cross daily. You know what I'm saying? I love that. It's almost like a stadium of people. Okay, those people that you love who maybe have gone on before you to heaven, okay? And those people like Elijah. You know I love Elijah. And Elijah and Ezekiel and Moses and Paul the Apostle and Peter. Okay, and all these great saints of God. And here's the thing. They're looking down at your life, at your decisions, okay? And they're like, man, look at that. Look what he did. Did you see that? He turned the other cheek. Did you see that? He took the abuse and forgave. Did you see that? He loved, okay? Where he wasn't being loved. Oh, he forgave. Oh, look at that. He's, he's praying to God. Okay, God is the source. I mean, they're so excited about the life that you're living. It's crazy. And, you know, in Psalms 37, it says this, and I love this Psalm. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Meaning this, put God first in your life, okay? Realize this, that there is a time. Friends, there is a... Did you see the bush suck down my iPad? It just like sunk. I went, ah! <laughs> listen, listen. Friends, let me share the story and then I'll close. I had this really kicking white band Nautica watch. It was basically a scuba dive watch and I just really liked it. It wasn't the most expensive watch in the world, but it was nice, okay? And because of different situations and events that happened in my life, I no longer have my watch. But friends, instead of getting bitter about that watch, okay? You know what I did? I remember going to God. I was sitting on the couch. I said, Lord, I miss my watch. You know, because I was looking, and at the time, it, it was a pretty expensive watch. It wasn't real expensive, but more than I had at the time. I was like, Lord, I, I really want to watch. And do you know what God did? He heard my prayer. I didn't question him why he took the watch or allowed it to be taken, okay? I went to God, and I just like, I would really like a watch, Lord. Look at my watch now. It's a beautiful watch. This watch that I'm wearing right now is probably a hundred times more expensive than my Nautica watch, and it's beautiful. It's absolutely a beautiful watch. God has blessed me with it. I didn't pay anything for it, okay? Look at me. Within a few days of that prayer, he just gave me this watch. No one gave it to me. He gave it to me. Listen very carefully. No one knocked on the door. I didn't buy it at a store. I didn't steal it. Where did I get so my watch? So no person gave me the watch. And you're like, well, Matt, if you didn't buy it at the store, no person gave it to you. Would you do a home invasion? Did you kick in the door? You know, bring out your Glock and <laughs> grab someone's watch? No, I didn't do that either. You know what I did? I trusted God. One day, look at very carefully. One day after that prayer, I'm not thinking about the watch. I've already given that watch situation to him. I've given that prayer request to God. I'm taking out the trash. And here's the thing. I throw the trash in and I see something and I'm just like what in the world is that and here's the thing some person or angel placed this watch in the original box okay beautiful watch in the box with the price tag on with the little uh, bag that it was in look at it's in a bag from the jewelry store and it's just thrown there and it's sitting there and I open it up and I'm like you got to be kidding because I realized the value of the watch, the price tags on it. And now oftentimes, listen, listen, listen. I know the price tag isn't what the watch costs, okay? But I'm like, are you kidding? Well, first of all, I think, oh, crap, it's broke. You know, I think, doggone it, it's probably broken. I look at it, it's the right date, it's the right time. There's not a thing wrong with the watch. And then I think, oh, good grief, it's stole. 
It's not stolen either. Someone just got mad and threw their watch away. <laughs> I love them. Or God placed that watch there by an angel. Do I know how it got there? I absolutely don't know, but I always refer to this watch as the one that God gave me because I gave that prayer to him. What does this watch do? It tells time and it doesn't lie. This is keeping the correct time. It's, it's on time. It's on time for you and me, baby. Do you know what? When it's the right time, we're going to enter that season. That dream that we've been wanting, it's going to be fulfilled. That vision that God's placed upon our heart, we're going to be living that, okay? It's in God's timing. It's not in our timing. Just get that down. He has a purpose to plan. He says, be strong, be courageous, okay? Don't grow weary of doing great. Always do good, okay? Do the right thing while you're waiting for that season, that purpose, that plan in your life, and it will come to pass. He hears his children's voice, okay? He loves you so much. Rest in him. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.